I need your help today. I haven't preached in a while. I feel like I'm thawing out today, kind of like the weather. And I don't get to see your face, so if you smile at me a goofy smile, I won't know. So if you could just kind of help me out, it'd be really helpful if you just kind of talk back to me, you know? Help a girl out, a little amen, a little grunt, a little stomp, a little clap, something, right? Right? Well, thank you. We've been kind of frozen these last few weeks. We need to kind of, you know, work out what the Holy Spirit's working in today, okay? So I, I'm here today not so much to impress you or, 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 or to share all my three big words that I know, but more just to help us um, have a time with the Lord today. Amen? I, I brought my, uh, maybe you recognize this. Maybe you've used one lately, a little snow scraper. Last week, I went outside my door to check on my car, and uh, it was after, you know, one of the last snows and sleets and ices, and it, my car was like mini Switzerland. It was just like a slope on that car. And I got my little scraper out, and I'm like, this is not cutting it. So you know what I did? I, I like pried open the door and started the engine, and I turned the heat to high, to frost, to the windshield. And then I got out of my car, and I went in the house. My family was cooking a meal. We had a nice meal. <laughs> we had a nice conversation. I don't know how much time exactly went by. I think it was about 40 minutes. And I thought, let me go check on this car. You couldn't see any difference. <laughs> like where the hood ended and the windshield started, you couldn't see the difference. So I went inside the car to see, you know, make sure the heat was on. Sure enough, it was toasty warm in there. And so I sat there. What am I going to do? And that's when I noticed a sign. On the windshield, about two-thirds of the way up, I saw these little bitty bubbles. Just little bitty bubbles. And I thought, there it is. We're about to have a breakthrough. <laughs> so I got outside my car. I went to the windshield, and I changed my tactic. Instead of this action, I did this action. You know, blow up the bicep, and I started doing things like this. Bam, bam, bam. And sure enough, there was a breakthrough. There was this chunk of, like, ice snow that, like, busted out like this. And when that came off, I could see the water up against the windshield. And it was still a lot of time and a lot of hard work, but glory to God, I could see again and drive to work. Yeah. And so I wonder, I wonder if our cars had feelings, what they'd be saying to us. And I wonder if you've been taking a walk in the last two weeks, you know, in danger of falling down, and you've noticed the trees. Have you noticed the trees around here? Literally bent over with the weight of the weather. Literally breaking apart from the woundedness of what's coming at them in the world. And I thought, I'm kind of feeling like these trees are looking. And so I want to, like, 
call this out and say, let's go to the Word with our scraper, shall we? So we in John chapter 4. Oh, thank you, brothers and sisters. Oh, you're making me feel good. Okay. So we're in John 4. Dr. Tennant, Jesus is living out Galatians for us. The, the sermon you preached yesterday about how, uh, about how in Christ there's no Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female, male and female, that we're one in Christ. Here is Jesus showing up in Samaria at a well. And he goes to talk to somebody by the cultural standards of the day. We're all the dividers. And notice how Jesus took his snow pick and just went right at that. See how he's talking to someone of the wrong ethnicity? See how he's talking to, to, to someone of the wrong status? The wrong gender? Jesus even puts his reputation on the line. He's talking to not just any woman, a woman with a bad reputation. But Jesus is on a mission to restore human dignity. And I just love Jesus. Don't you just love how Jesus is, what he does, who he is, what he be? Jesus engages this woman at the well. She, she's engaged with her intellect. Jesus, the teacher, is teaching her and challenging her. And they have this wonderful conversation about water, about worship, about her broken history, and about her redeeming future. I love how Jesus starts right where she's at. He asks for a drink of water. And then he turns and says to her, if you knew who was speaking to you, you would ask me for a drink. And then he goes on to explain, um, the, the, the water I give is like a spring a spring that gushes, a spring that bubbles, a spring that wells up unto eternal life. Not just eternal life now when we die in the by and by, but eternal life breaking in, kingdom of God breaking in now. And this woman's life is rocked. I mean, she has such an encounter with Jesus. <laughs> she leaves the well, she leaves her, her bucket, and she runs to her townspeople to say, I think I've just met the Messiah. I just think I've met the Messiah. I think I've just met him. Come and see. And that's when evangelism's fun, y'all. When you just can't help but talk about Jesus. When it's just bubbling up. When you just can't Stop talking about what you have seen and heard. Isn't that what the disciples were accused of in Acts? I just can't help but talk about Jesus. And the people come. Hmm? Go spread scriptural holiness throughout the land. The people come. And salvation comes. And as if that wasn't clear enough about water and Jesus, just go in John to chapter 7. 
Jesus has the boldness to stand up and say, if anyone is thirsty, come to me for a drink. <laughs> Jesus got a little some special, special kind of drink. <laughs> I don't think it's any coincidence that um, Jesus' first miracle was water to wine. I don't think it's any coincidence that the early disciples filled with the Holy Spirit were accused of what? Huh? This little something special. Huh? And Jesus says, let me tell you about this drink. Out of a believer's heart. Out of a believer's heart will flow what? Huh? Rivers of living water. Anybody know that song? I've got a river of life flowing out of me. Come on. I got a river of life flowing out of me. Spring up a well within my soul. Spring up a well and make me whole. Spring up a well and give to me that life abundantly. And I want to be like that woman at the well today. I want to run and just testify to you. We've been frozen. Huh? It's been a hard season, hasn't it? This country just passed a milestone. America getting a record we don't want. 500,000 deaths. Grief all around us. People we know are dying. Our friends' friends are dying. We're racked with troubles, trials. This whole dehumanizing culture we find ourselves in. Huh? How many of us aren't experiencing people just kind of being filled with broken ugly? Huh? And their, their, their sharp edges are scraping us, just saying things to us that just belittle us. Huh? What about slander? Huh? What about gossip that tears other people down behind their back? That dehumanizes us. Let alone what we see on the news about every single day. Somebody being dehumanized to such a level. Huh? We watch videos like George Floyd and something should well up in us that says this is not just this is not how we, created in the image of God, are supposed to be treated. Isn't it easy in this life, either coming directly at you or all the things circling around, to be like those trees bent over and to just kind of grow a frozen heart, to allow a root of bitterness to take root in our lives? I just want to announce a thaw. Because my Bible says, thank you for that. My Bible says that Jesus has come to give me a drink. Huh? That the, that the Jesus, the Savior of the world, has said to us, abide, abide in us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, abide and you will bear much fruit. 
but apart from me, you'll wither. You'll do nothing. But in me, fruit, love, joy, it's a byproduct of the source. So here's my word to you and to me today, go to the source. Go to Jesus, Jesus Christ, who poured out his love for us, right? The scriptures say, we know what love is. He laid down his life for us. And can I just testify? I get to get up each morning and pray and sit in my prayer chair and be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That's such a source. That's the source. And I, I rise from that prayer time, and there's, you know, bubbles, rivers gushing. John Wesley talked about the love of God shed abroad in our hearts. There's something activating the Christian. It's not that we're better than anybody else, not that we're smarter, not that we've got it all figured out. It's that we're at the source and all that the world throws at us, we can have this overcoming spirit. Jesus has said, you will have troubles in this world, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And so I just want to encourage you today to go to Jesus with where you're at. Some of you are feeling like a frozen windshield. Some of you are feeling like a bent over, wounded tree. Life's been throwing it at you. And I want to encourage you. Jesus has promised where two or three are gathered, there he is, right in the midst of us. So here we are. We're getting ready to go to the table for a drink. Dr. Dennis? Hmm? We're getting ready to go to the table for a drink. From Jesus. And so go to God in prayer. Be like the woman at the well and receive from Jesus. Be transformed. Allow that, that well, that spring, that fresh living water that the Holy Spirit alone activates in us, spring up and ask and seek and knock and cry out your pain and receive from the Lord. So can I encourage you now? Go ahead and let your body in on what you know your soul needs. Like, get in a posture of prayer, of receiving. Go ahead, Amber, come on up. Talk to the Lord about your needs. He knows them. And just like Jesus spoke prophetically into that woman's life, Jesus can speak right to you where you're at. So just allow the Holy Spirit to minister to the deep places in your heart. Receive from his hand and prepare your hearts for a drink. <laughs>